in the courtroom The judge turned my way It looks like you're guilty Now what do you say? I spoke up, Your Honor I have no defense But that's when Mercy walked in Mercy walked in And pleaded my case Called to the stand That covered my sin Forgiven with mercy And welcome again to this Gospel Miracle Hour. We were so pleased you've joined us. If you've joined us for the first time, welcome. Well, there is good news for you, friends. God is not angry with you. God never runs out of mercy because he is a good God. So I'd like to open in prayer. Lord, I pray that you grant to your servant great boldness this day to bring your word that, Lord, you'd stretch forth your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest, that he might destroy the works of the devil. And all God's children said, Amen. Right, we see what God's nature is like and what his thoughts are towards you. We go to Exodus 
34, 6 and 7 says, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin. See, friend, in this stunning self-revelation, God doubled the word Lord to say, this is who I am, merciful and gracious go together. He is intensively gracious, long-suffering in a sense that it takes a great deal to make the Lord angry. The most important phase of abounding in goodness and truth, these words in the Greek describe Jesus in John 1.14 as full of grace and truth. Parallel descriptions of the Lord are found throughout Scripture. Go to Matthew 14.14. I get Nehemiah 9.17 says, But you are God, ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and did not forsake them. Psalm 34, 8. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. See, friend, when you trust in the Lord, you are blessed. He is a God who is ready to pardon. He is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in mercy. He will not forsake you as he protects you. Psalm 34, 7 says, The angels of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. See, friend, God is good as he is patient with us. God never runs out of mercy. He is a good God. Psalm 104 and 5 says, So we are to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. See, we are to make a joyful shout to the Lord. His mercy is inevitably associated with redemption in Christ. Sinners are saved by his mercy. The phrase, his truth endures to all generations, pictures the generations being born and dying one after another, while the faithfulness of God remains constant. Amen. True biblical praise focuses on who God is. What what he does is the result of who he is. Never forget what his nature is like. He is kind. He thinks the world of you. Loved one, you may be on the wrong road. There is still time for you to get on the narrow road. You can still make it. God loves you and he sent his son to die for you. And if you will let, let him give him your heart and acknowledge him as your Lord and Saviour, he will put you on the narrow road. You will have some challenges. Yes, you'll have some challenges. But you will have the joy of God work on your behalf as, you, as he always does. He's a good God and he's worthy of your heart. Romans 10 verse 9 and 13 says that, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Forever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Will you pray with me? Just follow me along in a simple prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, 
please forgive me of all my sin. I believe that Jesus is the Christ. He died on the cross for my sins and sickness. Come into my heart and life. I take you as my Lord and Saviour. Fill me with your precious Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, friend, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, I believe you got born again. Get into a good Bible-based church. Remember, you are unique. That means there are things God wants you to do for him that he's not called anyone else to do. You have a destiny to fulfill because you are unique. Remember Psalm 103.12, he has removed our sins or he has removed your sins as far as the east is from the west. And so you can pray this every day over yourself. My past has passed away. I'm forgiven. I have no, no condemnation. I am free, free from all condemnation. So my prayer for you is let this day be the new beginning of a new life where peace is yours forever. Amen. Right, today's scripture. We go to John four fifty and 51. Jesus says, Jesus simply replied, go home to your, your son lives. The man believed the bare word Jesus spoke and headed home. On his way back, his servants intercepted him, announcing, your son lives. Well, the message here is, take, it, take him at his word. This government official had come to Jesus begging him to heal his son, who was close to death. Jesus didn't pray or take a lot of time, but a matter of factly declared that the boy was healed and he should go home. The whole time walking back home, the man could, be, could have thought, I don't know if it's going to happen. He didn't even pray, but simply took God at his word and later found that his son had been healed at the exact time. Jesus said to him, your son lives. Like this man, there are promises God has spoken to you, things in your heart that you know that are going to happen, like healing, promotion, divine connections. Make the decision. You're not going to worry. You're not going to go around doubting, thinking it's never going to happen. Stay, stay, in, stay in faith, knowing that the moment God said it, he released it. It's already in your future, and it's heading your way. So my prayer for you is that, Father, thank you that, you that your goodness and favor and that you, are, that you are faithful to your word. They have taken you at your word, believe that you have some expected, unexpected deliveries coming their way. They believe it's going to happen sooner than expected. In Jesus' name, amen. Right, this part of the message, we're going to be praying for the sick shortly. God's power to deliver his people from sickness, disease, and infirmities. See, friends, from beginning to end, the Bible makes it clear that it had always been God's will to heal people because of his nature. He's loving and merciful and compassionate. Go to Matthew 8, 16, 17. When evening came, they brought to Jesus many who were under the power of demons, and he drove out the spirits with a word 
and restored to he, restored to health all who were sick, when or he healed all who were sick. See, friends, Jesus came not just to reverse the effects of sin itself. Sickness was not a part of God's original creation. Many were under the power of demons. Jesus drove the spirits out with a word. We see it's the demons that cause all the sickness. Jesus, the power in the Holy Spirit, drove out sickness. He healed all who were sick. So what's to say? God is a very good God. The devil is a very bad devil. And Acts 10.38, had God anointed and consecrated Jesus with the Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with strength and ability and power, how he went about doing good and in particular curing, healing all that were harassed and oppressed by the power of the devil, for God was with him. We see, friends, again we see Jesus as doing good in the power of the Holy Spirit. He went about doing good and healing all. And it is a very bad devil that was harassing and oppressing people. So, what's it say? Very good God, very bad devil. Friends, sin and sickness was never part of God's original creation. First John 3, 8 the Son of God was revealed that he might destroy, undo, loosen, and dissolve the works of the devil has done. So again we see it's Jesus that came to destroy, undo, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil had done. The Holy Spirit is all-powerful, using the name of Jesus Christ. In Luke four twenty-three, now in the synagogue there was a man who had a spirit of of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have you to do with, what have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. See friends, rebuke. Jesus never used a polite request on demons. And when the demon had thrown him in the midst, it came out of him and he did not hurt him. So, so they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word this is, for with authority and power he commands unclean spirits and they come out. Now Jesus arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever or a virus. It was a virus, actually. And they made requests to Jesus, saying here in number 39, verse 39, So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served him. Again, we see a very good God and a very bad devil. Jesus, in the power of the Holy Spirit, with the authority commands unclean spirits to come out. Simon's wife's mother with a high fever or a virus, Jesus rebuked it. He never used a polite request with demons. He also, by rebuking it, meant the fever or the virus. It, it is a spirit of infirmity. It just proves it, that this was a spirit of infirmity. Because he cast it out. 
this fever or virus. And Luke 4.41, the demons also come out of many crying out saying, you are the Christ, the Son of God. And Jesus rebuked them did not, and did not allow them to speak for they knew that he was the Christ. Again, we see Jesus rebuking the demons. Another part in the Bible, it says he cast out. Cast out means to drive out by force. This was not a polite request. The Holy Spirit is the confirmer of the gospel. He is the demonstrator of God's word. The dynamic results of the Holy Spirit manifesting himself in his, and his presence in our midst today, like sick bodies are healed, captives are set free, yokes of bondage are destroyed, demons come out of people, conviction of sinners released as people are saved, real, genuine, authentic miracles happen, rivers of living water flow, supernatural refreshing is experienced. Jesus Christ is exalted and glorified. I pray, Holy Spirit, if what I've said is from you, then confirm your word with signs, wonders, and creative miracles. And the power of the Lord is present to heal, to touch the lives. Lay your hand on that part that needs a touch from the Lord to be healed as I begin to pray. Remember eight Romans 8.11, But if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through the Spirit that dwells in you. So as I begin to pray, dear Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Son of the living God, I, I come against pains and emotional, emotional and physical pains. I bind and I break your power and I curse you of them. I break, it, you, I break the power. I command you to loose them be healed and made whole. Let the anointing of heaven fill them, Lord, be healed and made whole. Fill their hearts with your goodness, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus and command that all pain go from these bodies. Infirmities, I curse this. I break it off of you. Set them free, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Be healed and made whole. Give them a creative miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. Let the healing anointing fill them, Lord, fill them. Let them be healed and made whole by the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Diseases, I curse this. Let the fire of heaven burn it out. Every disease, let the fire of heaven burn it out. I command you to loose them. I break its power. In the name of the Lord, you'd be healed and made whole. Give them a creative miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. Let the healing anointing fill them, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the touch from heaven. Fill their hearts with your goodness, contagious goodness of the Holy Spirit. Heal them that has been destroyed. Creative miracle, heal that's been destroyed in Jesus Christ's name. Now, cancers, growths, and tumors, I curse this at the roots. Just like Jesus cursed the fig tree at the roots, I curse cancer at the roots. Now, curse you in Jesus Christ's name. I break it off of you. Set them free, Lord, by the power of the blood of Jesus. Let the fire of God heal them, Lord. 
the fire, let the fire of heaven burn at every single trace of cancer by the power of God, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Be healed and made whole. Give them a creative miracle, Lord, that they have longed for. Be healed and made whole by the precious blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Seizures. I curse the seizure. You that's causing it, break your power. Whatever is problematic in the brain, let the connections be created. Be healed and made whole by the power of the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that the enemy has been defeated. Amen. Your shalom has healed every broken heart. Every sorrow it has lifted. Every burden and yoke it has destroyed. You are our strength and you are our song. And we magnify your holy name. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and his wonderful works to the children of men. So, friends, divine healing can be instantaneous. We know that. But it can also be progressive where it unfolds over a period of time. We see this in the Bible under Mark in Mark 8 and also in Luke 17. But the Bible is clear. You shall recover or you shall get well. So look look for the improvements. Very important, friends. Look for the improvements. and Believe you have received and make sure you're living in right relationship with God and each other. Maintain a good confession. Very important to maintain a good confession. Don't listen to doubt or unbelief. And do not fear. Fear always distorts the truth. And know that it is God's will for you to be healed, friend. And God heals so that we can reveal his glory. And Psalm 118 and 17 declares that we are to declare the works of the Lord. He told he told him in Mark five nineteen, the Bible Jesus told the man that he had healed a troubled man. He told him Go and tell the great things the Lord has done for you. So get in touch with you, uh, with anybody at the radio station and tell them the great things that God has done for you. Right, so my final prayer for you is this. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you, giving you his peace. May the Lord help you achieve your divine destiny. May the Lord make a way where there seems to be no way. May God cause your enemies to scatter to see them no more. May God give you victory that can only be explained in the fact that a supernatural God has made it possible. Shalom. Amen. Joe!